0: Why are we here? Some of us, you know, we're here because we're preparing to receive the sacraments of baptism, confirmation, and Eucharist. For others, for our candidates, just confirmation and Holy Communion. Some of us here are family and friends here to support them on this most important day for them. Some others come because they enjoy being here at the Easter vigil. Others still, some have come Perhaps because out of obligation. Maybe your parents forced you to come. Maybe you yourself are here because, you know, you just have to be here. God has asked you to come, so you're here to fulfill your duty. Well, I invite everyone here to listen to a time when our Lord asked, also asked something from someone. See, in the Gospel of John, we hear how Jesus, tired from his journey approaches a woman at a well and asks her for a drink of water. When she was surprised, Jesus continued, saying, If you knew the gift of God, and who was saying to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. Though many of us have come here for different reasons, today God says to each of you, If you knew the gift of God, and who is was asking you for a drink, you would ask him, and he would have given you, he would give you living water. Do we, do you, know him who calls you here to worship him, to receive the sacraments? Do you know the gift of God, the gift that he offers to you? Let's take a look at those two questions. First, who is it that calls you here, that calls us here to church? The one who is foretold many years, many decades, many centuries before he came. The one promised to save humanity from sin and eternal damnation. The son of God, who, without losing his divinity, became like one of us and out of love for us lay down his life for us on the cross. He is the one who says, death, you shall die in me. Hell, you shall be destroyed by me. And as we gather to celebrate today, the one who calls us here to himself is the one who has risen from the dead. This is Jesus, who is God and Lord, who has dominion over all of creation. And this same God offers you what belongs to him, a share in his own resurrected life, a share in his divine life, a life which death cannot touch nor hell destroy. He offers to us the gift of divine life through the gift of God, which leads us to our second question. What is the gift of God? This gift Jesus describes as living water, a water that truly satisfies and gives eternal life. As he says, whoever drinks the water I shall give will never thirst. The water I shall give will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. Jesus later in the same gospel reveals what or rather who the gift of God is. We hear on the last and greatest day of the feast, Jesus stood up and exclaimed, Let anyone who thirsts come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me as scripture says, rivers of living water will flow from within him. This is in reference to the Spirit, that those who come to believe in him were to receive. As we hear, this living water is imagery that Jesus uses to refer to the Holy Spirit, that that those who come to believe in Jesus are to receive. Now, when Jesus says this, it was before his cross and resurrection, and thus the Spirit was not accessible to us. As scripture says, there was, of course, no spirit yet because Jesus had not yet been glorified. However, when Jesus' side was pierced with a lance on a cross, on the cross and water and blood poured out from his side, the church was born and the rivers of living water were made accessible to all who believe in him. Through the waters of baptism, which some of us here are preparing to receive and which many of us have already received. It is through those waters that the gift of God comes to us. With the Spirit, we are made a new creation in baptism. As foreshadowed in Genesis, where the Spirit of God hovered over the waters in creation, we are given a new heart that is a life that is dead to sin and alive in Christ Jesus. Heaven will be opened and is open to all um, who are baptized, as well as every spiritual blessings in the heavens are made accessible to all Christians. In other words, through baptism, you will come to share in Christ's resurrection life. To those who are getting ready to receive the Holy Spirit through the sacraments today, you are invited to desire with your whole mind and heart to drink fully of the living water of the spirit, to ask God for the grace of that desire, to surrender your lives to God by declaring Lord him as Lord of your life. And to all who have already been baptized, your invitation is the same. Desire more of this resurrection life through the spirit of God. For while many of us know we have received this gift, mere conceptual knowledge of uh, of this gift is not truly enough we have to experience uh, truly we have to experience and drink the fullness of God's life and this comes when scripture says that those who come to believe in Jesus will receive the spirit in other words faith a submission of one's entire life both inner life and outer all of one's thoughts minds and all of one's actions are meant to be under the lordship of Jesus. That is what faith calls us to. And when we submit ourselves to the lordship of Jesus in that way, we receive and drink fully of this gift of God freely given to us. And so if you wish to receive more of this gift of God that truly surpasses our imagination and understanding, you may join me in this prayer. And I invite everyone to repeat after me. Jesus, I thank you for the life you won for me, for your cross and resurrection. I declare you as Lord of my life, and I submit my entire life to you for you to do as you will. I repent of all my sins, And I believe that you give your spirit to those who ask in faith. And right now, I ask for more of your Holy Spirit to change my heart, my life, my mind, and my will, and order it for your glory. Amen.